Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Taz and the Moose with you right here on this uh, Wednesday morning on CBS Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. Thank you, Mr. Bellotti. That is your number to call as we take you for another hour right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time. We've talked a lot of NFL. Uh, a lot of podcasting here on this uh, Wednesday morning. <laughs> Let's talk a little Jaguar football right now. Let's welcome aboard Tony Baselli, uh, Jaguars radio network analyst, Wetswood One. You hear him there, a five-time pro. I mean, he he did all. Was a wonderful tackle, uh, offensive tackle, a franchise left tackle during his days uh, in the National Football League. Hey, Tony, Taz and the Moose with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning. Tony, what's up? What's going on? How you uh, doing, doing well. How's your summer going? All right? Yeah, it's over, but it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Welcome to the club. Welcome yeah, to the club. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> so my golf game is uh, going to be less and less. I'm not happy about that. I'm just starting to play good finally, and mm. I'm, to, I'm not going to get as many rounds in with all the traveling for football. Right, right, no doubt. But let's talk a little football, man. So difference now with Nick Foles in that in that locker room there for the Jags. Uh, break it down for us, Tom. I mean, I think the biggest thing is I think everyone has confidence in the locker room. I mean, Blake was great. He was actually very well-liked as a guy. But I think everyone kind of felt there was a limitation of what could happen offensively with him. I mean, when your head coach and your coordinator are coming out, we are going to run the ball to protect the quarterback. Mm. I mean, that doesn't inspire confidence. And you don't hear that talk anymore. And, I mean, Nick Foles, he's a better quarterback. He throws the ball better. He's more accurate. Um, I think the receivers are more confident because they don't feel like they have to get, you know, a yard or two of separation uh, to get the ball delivered to them, that Nick Foles can throw them open, something that has not happened here in a long time. So overall, it just gives a lot of uh, confidence in the locker room. I think Nick has done a great job of coming in here. He, he's been around the block a few times. Uh, he knows how to engage guys. He knows how to lead guys. And then one of the things that I think is going to be very evident is defensively, um, all of a sudden now you get to play with the lead a little bit more and you let the pass rush go, and those guys are happy about that. They feel on that side of the ball there used to be some finger pointing saying, why don't you guys pull your weight offensively? Uh, now they can't do that. Uh, I don't think that will happen. I think the defense is pretty excited about opportunities to get after the quarterback because they should have some leads. You know, Tony, is that where it went so awry a year ago? I mean, we know about the, the downturn in play of the quarterback in, in Bortles, but there were numerous issues down there in Jacksonville over the course of the year. You know, getting their, going down to Dallas, getting their doors blown off. I mean, the defense – uh, not playing up to expectations. Was it a case that was just so much bickering and back and forth, and 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 that's how everything kind of unraveled a year ago? I think it was even before that. I think it started in camp. I mean, after you know, just missing the opportunity to go to the Super Bowl that off season. I think I think it was a young team still. I think some of the guys kind of felt a little more about themselves than should be. Uh, felt highly about themselves. Uh, and I think it became a pretty selfish 
team. Uh, you know, it's all about me type of attitude. And the guys have come out and said that in the, uh, this year. That's a different locker room. It's a better locker room. Um, it's not as divided. It's not as selfish. Um, but that's how they kind of came into camp. And then it was fine when, you know, they started 3-1, and one, so everything's going good. That's going to work. But the first bit of adversity, they lose to Kansas City in a bad game, and it kind of snowballs from there. And that selfish attitude, it's a, it's a cancer. It gets you out the locker room, you start pointing fingers, bickering, and it's not going to work. And that's what you saw last year. Well, speaking on that, Tony, I mean, uh, you know, a guy that could have that feel, as you know, is Jalen Ramsey. I mean, he came to camp with his own hype man in a Brinks truck. I'm sure you saw all that. We had a lot of, oh, yeah. we had yeah, a fun with it here. I asked him, can I have the money in the truck? I don't care about anything else. Give me the money. Go get that's that funny. money, money. Go get that money, money. That's what this guy said. Anyway, uh, you know, what kind of year are you expecting from, from the talented D-back there in Ramsey? Oh, I think he'll be great. He, in my opinion, he's the best corner in football. Um, he's physical. He can run. He can cover any guy, uh, regardless of if he's a quick guy, long, big receiver. Right. Just he, he can do it all. And not all corners like to hit. I mean, the guy comes up and hits like a safety. So I think Jalen Ramsey's the best corner. Um, obviously, two years ago, he was outstanding. He was awesome. Like, last year, he was still – if you go watch, he was really good last year still. Uh, and I think he'll have a great year. You know, he'll be healthy. Um, he, he's looked good in camp, so I expect big things from Jalen. And hey. listen, and he's going to want to get paid after this year. Sure. He's going to want to be the highest paid corner, and everyone makes a big deal about that. I'm like, guess what? When I was playing offensive tackle and I was one of the best, I wanted to be paid the, right. like the best. Right. I mean, there's not that's not a Jalen Ramsey issue. That's like an NFL player. That's what they all want. Now, Jalen goes about it a little bit different. I'm not going to show up in the Brinks truck, but it's yeah. harmless. It was yeah. funny. I mean, I don't blame him for wanting to be, wanting to be paid. Um, is everything? Is everyone on the same uh, page here, or is Fournette on the same page with everyone in the organization here, Tony? So far, yeah. But last, last year at this time, he was as well. I mean, all the talk last year was he's in the best shape of his life, yada, 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 everything's great. Um, and then it went sideways. Right now, yes. And he is, he's been great. He's done everything they asked. I, he's even more engaged this year. I'll give, I'll, I will say that than last year. Um, and I think the Filippo will use him a little bit differently. Uh, he's gonna, he, he will have, if he stays healthy, he's going to have 50-plus catches. I mean, they're going to throw him the ball out of the backfield. Um, and he likes that. So Leonard Fournette, to me, is um, one of those guys who's, you know, very talented, um, has the opportunity to be a good player, but he's got to figure it all out and kind of put the distractions away. And, and, and does he have the ability over a 17-week season and then you add the playoffs to not only manage everything on the field and be ready to play and be a professional and do what it takes to be a professional, can all the noise and all the things that happen outside that building uh, is he going to be able to manage that and handle it and not become a, a distraction? He's been on the team for two years now, and in two years he's been suspended by the team each of the years and miss, or once by the team, once by the league, and missed games mm. um, because of suspensions. Uh, doing with his, you know, on on the fighting, missing meetings, missing stuff. So that's a big question. If he can do that, I mean, he's a talented guy and uh, he's a, they need him. They need him to play well. He's an important piece of the puzzle. You know, Tony, it, it, what do you, what do you think DeFilippo learned from his failure in Minnesota as offensive coordinator? What's well, the great, you know, I, I think what he probably learned more than anything is make sure you're on the same page as head coach. Cause if you're not, regardless of what you believe, you're going to get fired. 
um, you know, Zimmer wanted to run the ball and be Filippo through it. Uh, I mean, that's not going to work. So, uh, you know, I, I really like John. I mean, he's been a good guy to be around. I think he's done a, you know, I've, we've seen just so little of him, you know, as far as the preseason, they don't show anything. We've seen what he wants to do in camp. It looks good. Um, I'm really excited. I think this offense has a chance. They got some pieces that are pretty young and inexperienced at both the tight end position and the uh, wide receiver position, and uh, we'll see how those those come together. But uh, I think more than anything, if you're an offensive coordinator, you, you know you have a set. You know, until you become the guy, you better make sure you are getting along with the guy and doing what he wants, because otherwise, you'll be looking for a job. You listen to Taz and Roos on CBS Sports Radio. Our special guest right now is Tony Baselli, Jaguars Radio Network analyst, Westwood One analyst, five-time Pro Bowler, uh, one of the best offensive tackles I've seen play in modern-day football for sure. Uh, just if we could circle back to him real quick about Fournette, I want to ask you a quick question on it. Do you feel like nationally, like as far as like just nationally in a running back spot that people kind of forgot a little bit about Leonard Fournette? Well, do you blame them? What do you do? Right. No, no, I know. I'm just saying he's talented as hell, but I know he made a lot of mistakes. But it feels but, but like go, for but, Yeah, but go look at the numbers. Even the numbers last year were terrible. I mean, I think he averaged like three six a carry. Now, hmm. I'm not putting that all on him either, by the way. I mean, the offensive line was beat up. They weren't very good. Couldn't throw the ball. So there's a lot of things that go into that. It's not all Leonard. Right. But, right. I mean, he didn't – there was no production. And then you add the suspension, and then you add the injuries, not playing very much, and then he really didn't handle the end of the year very well. Uh, that became a little bit of a national story. So it was all negative and no production. And when that happens, and plus you're in Jacksonville, it's a small market, right? you know, you're going to be kind of set aside, and I think rightfully so. Um, I think the guys who produce should get the attention. And Leonard Fournette did not have a very good year last year, and uh, and I think that's the result of people just kind of saying, well, you know, a lot of it go by, like, the fantasy drafts, like where you get picked. My guess is Leonard Fournette will be, like, a second, third rounder this year because – you know, of last year, and it's kind of an afterthought. Tony, what about the state of that offensive line now going into the year? Um, the tackle, I worry about the tackles a little bit just because there's two starters have been, you know, haven't really practiced very much uh, in camp. Cam Robinson coming off the ACL, he's finally practicing now. He got off P-O-P- PUP last week. He's practicing with the team this week. Uh, we'll see if he plays in Miami tomorrow on Thursday night. Uh, I'm not sure if he will or not. Uh, and then they, uh, the rookie's the best right tackle, Juwan Taylor. They got him in the second round. And he he was having a really good camp. Banged his knee up a little bit in Baltimore uh, during those joint practices. We haven't seen him. He's practicing again. We'll see if he plays. They need those two guys healthy because last week they had Obwehi at left tackle, the former first-rounder from Cincinnati, and Wester, who's a, a free agent from Tampa, both playing tackles. And the Eagles – Vinnie Curry and Brandon Graham just really gave them fits and were, were hitting the backup quarterback all night. And so you can't have that. they got to clean that up. Interior, I think they'll be fine. Uh, Brandon Lender's a really good center. He's got to stay healthy. I mean, he's one of the better ones that doesn't get attention in the league. Um, and you get Norwell, uh, who's had a good, you know, does a nice job, good solid guy. And then they have two guards, two guys fighting for the right guard position, Will Richardson and A.J. Can. Um, Can's been the starter. Will Richardson, the tackle, they moved to guard, has had a great camp. So, you know, if they say I like him, I like him, I like him on the interior, and I like when the tackles are healthy. I think they'll be fine. But you know, last year that was a group that all five guys got hurt, and at the end of the year they had five different starters, and uh, that can't happen. Yeah. And and you know better than anybody, Tom, like to, to build that chemistry amongst those old linemen. 
is vital, correct? So if you're not working, it oh, guys, yeah. it's, I mean, maybe speak on that a little bit if you don't mind. Cause yeah, they, I mean, that's going to be a big that's gonna be a big challenge for them because they have, I think this week is the first week they've practiced with the starting five. Wow. And wow. you're going into week, you're going into the, uh, you know, week three of the preseason. So you're a couple of weeks out of opening day. So now, with that said, there's plenty of time. I mean, I'm, I'm of, the, of the camp of like, you don't need six weeks of camp to get ready to play a dang football game. Um, so it's not yeah. the end of the world. They still have a few, a couple weeks of practicing, working together. I think but they'll it, be fine. But Tony, even with like line calls and stuff like that, you, you, if a guy is a, a second or third on depth shot and he ends up doing well, and now he's a, he could still with line yeah, calls. I mean, yeah, okay. It's, it's not. The, it's not like we're we're not like come on, okay. we're not so cheering cancer out there. Gotcha. You gotcha. know, as long as you as long as you have. A, where you get in trouble is if you have two rookies next to each other, and then they're looking at each other like, you know, like, what, what, what the hell is yeah. going on? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, then they're lost. But you got a veteran. I mean, you got guys who played. I mean, Brandon sure. Linder's played a lot of football games. Norrell's played a lot of football. A.J. Cam played a lot of football. I mean, so as long as you have guys in there that can communicate. I mean, I remember one of my later years, I played with a rookie uh, next to me. Brad Meester ended up playing a really good football player, and he played next to me. Like, Week one, and I didn't play all preseason because I had a, a knee issue. Week one, we were fine because yeah. I knew what the hell I was doing, and I could communicate with him, and he was a smart enough kid just to do what I told him to do. That's great. Um, yeah, that's cool. And so that's – I mean, you have to have some veteran presence out there. And, listen, in a perfect world, you'd love to have, like, three weeks, a preseason game, heck, four weeks, maybe a couple preseason games to work together and get the kinks out. I mean, that is more ideal. I'm not, don't get me wrong. But it's not the end of the world as long as you have some veterans up there. Tony, when you when you look at the overall vibe of, about this team going into this year after a lost season a year ago, do you think this is a dangerous, forgotten-about team going into 2019? Yeah, I think they have a chance to be pretty dang good. I mean, the defense, everyone says the defense was no good last year. Well, wait a second. They were top five in yards and top five in points given up. Uh, with zero assistance from an offense. It was the worst offense in the NFL. Mm, yeah, 31st, right around, I mean, yeah. at the bottom. I mean, this defense was not awful last year. Top five, I mean, a lot of teams would take that. I think they're going to be just as good this year. Um, like, add Josh Allen, the, you know, the seventh overall pick, the guy with 17 sacks in Kentucky, I think he's going to be good. <laughs> Him and Ngakwe on the edges, Darius and Campbell inside, and it's pretty good for front four. Um, and then you're going to get offensive production. I mean, Nick Foles makes them better, um, a lot better. Um, you hope Fournette has a rebound year. I think they're going to find a, another running back probably out of the last cuts that are made coming out of camp because I do think they need some depth there. they got a kid named Raquel Armstead, a rookie out of Temple, pretty good. He's looked good in camp, but they need some more depth there. But, you know, offensively, they're going to be much better this year. They're not going to be last with Nick Foles. I mean, if, if they're a middle-of-the-pack offense with that defense, I think they go 10-6 and six and have a chance to win the division, but they're in the wild card for sure. Okay, so that all being said, Tom, what about Marone, Doug Marone? I mean, how much job security do you feel he has, you know, in Jacksonville? Let's just say things go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Talk on that if you I think he, Yeah, I think he has to have a winning record. Um, I'm not saying he has to get the playoffs. I think he has to have a winning record. So nine and seven um, to keep his job would be my guess. Maybe eight and eight, depending on how it goes um, and what that eight and eight looks like. But there needs to be improvement. I think it needs to be a winning record. And obviously, if you're in the playoffs, he's safe. And I think Doug Marone realizes that. I think everyone's pretty honest with themselves around here. And Doug's done a good job. I like how he's managed camp. He's really changed camp this year. 
you know, Doug's an old-school, hard-nosed offensive line coach, wants to beat the hell out of everybody every day. And he realized that, listen, i got to keep these guys fresh. Um, i got some veterans now. This is really – I better get this – we better get this right. Otherwise, a lot of people are looking for jobs. So he's taking a little bit easier in camp, resting the veterans. Um, and it's a completely different camp than we've seen the first two years of Doug Marone. Much – I don't want to say – yeah, I guess the best way to say it, it's easier. It's easier on the guys. He's taking care of the guys more. So hopefully that works and uh, and they get the desired outcome because, uh, you know, you never want to see anyone get fired. I mean, no, you don't want to no see that. And with that being said, though, Tony, you know, how influential – we know, you know, his role in the community – based on what he did previously with the organization coming back. But how influential is Coughlin? Well, I mean, he's the, he's, the, he's, the, he's, the, he's overall football. I mean, everyone in football reports to him, so he's very influential. Um, but at the end of the day, the most influential person is Shad Khan. He owns, he owns the team, and he's going to be the one. He makes the, he'll make the final decision of what happens with everybody. Uh, and I think this is a big year for, you know, you know, you look at Tom, uh, obviously Tom's a great coach. He's a Hall of Fame coach, in my opinion. He should be in Canton one day. Did a great job here, great job with the Giants. Um, but he's also, I mean, he's 73 years old. Um, and I think he's looking at this thing saying, listen, I, I mean, I want to win. I mean, he's not afraid of being fired, I don't think. And, you know, he's he's fine. But he has a lot of pride, and, and uh, he's not getting any younger. And I think he's saying this is an important year for me, too, of getting this thing and making sure this thing's right. Uh because you, you don't know how many more swings at the bat, you know, you have. Uh, how, many, how much longer does he want to do this uh, when you're 73 years old? So th- this is a big year for Tom, and, you know, he's focused, and and uh, and he's a big part of uh, what's going on. You know, final one for you, Tony, is this, is is we know, you know, a major upgrade at quarterback in Foles. We know what Fournette can do when he's motivated, healthy, on the football field, offensive line doing their job in front of him. What about playmakers on the outside you know, Foles had plenty of them uh, up there in Philadelphia to throw to with Westbrook and and obviously Marquis. Uh, what about the playmakers down in Jacksonville? Yeah, I think the big thing is that's the question: who's going to score touchdowns? So they got Chris Conley, uh, who was a fourth fifth receiver at Kansas City, but he's big, fast, very athletic. D.D. Westbrook, um, third year player. I really like D.D. Westbrook. I think D.D.'s going to have a big year. Um, I think he's he's tough. He's quick as heck. Really good slot receiver. They get Marquise Lee back off the knee injuries off POP. And so one of those guys, you know, Chark, the second rounder from last year, they're going to have to step up because they don't have that They don't have that true number one. They don't have that guy that just says he's the man. Um, and so of that group, they're going to have to figure out how to share the ball. And one of them is going to have to, say, you know, kind of step to the forefront and kind of take the lead. I think it's D.D. Westbrook. I think he's going to have a really good year. The bigger issue for me is the tight end position. You know, they, they've had some injuries in camp. Uh, they drafted a, a kid named Josh Oliver as, uh, out of uh, San Jose State in the third round. He got hurt. He's a move tight end, but he's just coming back now really fast. Uh, and Nick Foles likes to work the middle of the field with the tight ends. they got Swain from Dallas. He's been, you know, beat up a little bit during camp. Um, and so they're just really – they're not – there's no, like – they don't have Zach Ertz. They don't have that tight end that Nick Foles loves and can dominate a game and dominate the middle of the field. So they're going to have to figure that out, kind of figure that production out by committee. And I think tight end is probably my biggest concern. Um, and who's going to step up there? Because just the history of looking at Nick Foles and kind of the offense you know, that they're going to run, they need that somebody to step up there. And I don't know who it's going to be. 
Tony Baselli, uh, Jaguars Radio Network analyst, Westwood One. Check him out as well there. Five-time Pro Bowler, really a, an amazing tackle uh, during his days. And, Tony, one day you'll get, you're will get you going to get that name in that Hall of Fame. You deserve it, Tony. No doubt. No uh, doubt. You well, I, I hope so. I need you guys to just make sure you tell other people that. No, <laughs> I mean, Tony, we don't have to tell anybody. Tony, we got connections. You know what I mean? Uh, Tony, you want to. We want to be an audience in Ken, Ohio, yeah, right, Tony? <laughs> done deal. You're invited. All right, there man. you go. Hey, Tony, we appreciate the time this morning, all right? Thanks, bro. All right, guys, have a great one. You yeah, got man. it, Tony Vaselli. Good and, guy. And he's a guy that, um, if you're young and you don't remember him, was great at USC. Oh, tremendous. When he, he got ravaged by injury. Uh, but he was – you want to talk about a dominant left tackle? Uh, he was a dominant left tackle. Yeah, he really was. I remember the bulk of his career watching him. He was dominant. I mean, he was one of those guys that helped put that franchise on the map, to be honest with you. You know, yep. that Jaguar franchise. You don't get enough credit for that. No, legit. It's shocking he's not in the hall. You know, no, really and, he, and he was close this year, um, and <clears throat> he did not get the call. Hopefully, in 2020, he gets that call. It's yeah. Taz and the Moose. We'll come back. We got the three for you on this Wednesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Well, Moose, as you know, support for Taz and the Moose comes from Manscaped, number one in men's below the belt grooming. All right. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. You know, an old friend of mine used to wrestle with Jumbo Johnson. He would be a big fan right now of this Manscaped uh, for sure. He sent me a text about it and everything. But anyway, I digress. That's why Manscaped has re- redesigned the electric trimmer, their lawnmower 2.0, as a proprietary uh, skin-safe technology so this trimmer won't nick or snag. Oh, God. Manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face that you use down there. That's just flat-out gross and disgusting and nasty. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible for sure. Uh, Manscaped also has the crop preserver. Yes, and an anti-chafing ball deodorant. All right. And moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Well, hell, why not put deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Hey, look it. Here's the best part. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TAZ at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TAZ at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code TAZ. It's TAZ and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's TAZ and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio's oh, yeah. toll-free line brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. 15 minutes. You can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Another one that won't be in the rotation. This well, song right here. This won't be. Uh, but, so the chicken sandwich thing. You and I were talking about this, Moose. It does have to happen. We have to do this. Popeyes versus, uh, uh, Chick-fil-A. versus Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. We do have to do this. Now, is, is the challenge... Which one's better? Right, well, I'm saying it's the it's the fried... We're talking about, not talking about grilled chicken here. We're talking no, about good old fashioned chicken. fried chicken. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Popeye, basically, they started the chicken sandwich war, apparently, uh, with Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A was minding their business. And then Popeye started it. That's my research. I'm just letting you know that. Yeah. And a lot of people think that Popeye's will win. Um, I am a big fan of the Chick-fil-A. Truth be told. Okay, truth be told. I've never had a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Well, it just came out. Never. That's why I've never had it. Um, that's exactly well, it. Mr. Honest. 
It's because it just came out. Okay, great. Awesome. Only the facts here on Taz. It's only been like it's like a week old. Oh, I haven't had it. So I, I had. I, Neither have I. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. I'll just let you know. I listen. I've had Popeyes about three times in my life. Okay. Mm. You want me to tell you? I'll tell you where. The Nashville Airport. I used to work for TNA, and I used to have to do voiceovers in Nashville. And they have a nice Popeyes right there. And I never really got it in New York. Okay. And. What happens is I would get the five-piece chicken strip Jones mm. with a biscuit. And mm-mm-mm, that's some good S right there. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm sure. Yeah. Stuff. That's yeah. right. Well, they um, used that. Yeah. They, they're later. The thing before the chicken sandwich was the, uh, the what was it? Ripping chicken. Which was. What's it? It's it was like chicken. almost like a hand. <laughs> Where it was like really? five, yeah, it was like a hand where it was then it was like five fingers of chicken. You ripped it off and dunked it. You never, wow. you never saw I the never, commercials for the ripping chicken. No, 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 that doesn't. I, think no. I'm, I know I think, Mark Ripping, your old quarterback. Yes, no, but, <laughs> yes, Bon, <Huh>? Bon. <laughs> you left, man. You left. He didn't think it was funny. Bun plus chicken plus pickles equals the heart from the original. This is what Chick Fil H tweeted. So they're taking shots now. Simple. They're saying, not chicken's well, so it's good. good for both of them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good, good for a yeah. great competition. It's good for both brands. So, Mike, how are we going to make this happen? What, what are we going to do here? I, I could pick up some of the orders and bring them in. Obviously, it wouldn't be fresh because it would have to be from the day before. But uh, it is what it is, I suppose. And do a challenge right here. All right. Well, we got someone is texting me um, that Chick-fil-A. I don't know who this is because their number's not in my phone. Saying, come on, bro, Chick-fil-A all day. I don't know who this is. Uh, oh, I think I know who it is. A guy who used to be a fan, big, big fan of Taz and the Moose. I think this is a uh, big peak guess. Oh. Why is his name not coming up just as area code is? This is odd. He probably don't deleted know. his I haven't heard from Pete in a while. Neither <laughs> uh, has, has the show. So, <laughs> I know. So I don't know what Pete's. I think it's him. Uh, saying Chick-fil-A with sweet. Oh, the sweet sriracha sauce. Sweet sriracha sauce. He's well, right. That's can, good. Well, Chick-fil-A, you can go the regular or the spicy. I think Popeye's only has regular, right? Or is it spi- spicy sure. and regular? But the sweet. Uh, I'm sorry. The um, like Chick-fil-A. The spicy Chick-fil-A. Dude, have you ever had the Chick-fil-A, that like orangey sauce that they have? That like their sauce? Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. It's really, really good. All right. Uh, yeah, I, don't th- I don't think I've ever eaten at Popeye's. My life. I, I've it's only good. had, like I said, a couple times at um, at the, the airport in Nashville. Burger King chicken sandwich is my chicken sandwich of choice. Well, now the original one? chicken. Now, we've discussed this about two years ago. The original chicken, and I agree with you. I know what you're talking about. The, yeah. It's like an oblong yeah. size of football, yeah, shape correct. of football. Yeah, yeah. Uh, otherwise, that chicken, oval. that yeah. chicken sandwich, I think is fantastic. Yeah, I don't think it's better than Chick Fil A. I well, I, I under it's personal choice. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Mike, how are we going to get this done? How are we well, I, this I have done? no problem picking up some Popeyes. There's no Chick Fil A near me, so that would be difficult. There's Somebody Chick-fil-A would have to help in Manhattan. Me out with that one. Hold on, slow down. Okay, everybody, slow down. There's Chick Fil A in Manhattan. As yes. usual, then I'll have to go on my phone and order the Chick Fil A. There's no, there's one that SOBs will do. One it. right down. Uh, there's one right near SMY. Where I look. We're, so maybe right you can pick it up World on the way to work. Now, do they sell the the lunch sandwich though during breakfast? I don't. I don't know that tough. answer. I'll so tell you right now. To get it for, I'd be tough for me to pick it up in the morning. We have Andrew Bogus here. Maybe while Andrew is doing yeah, his update, let's, let's I can interrupt him and yeah, I can I'm tell you. Finally here. Let's go. Hey, we're now. Here's your report. It is sponsored by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. 
Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. His second grievance against the NFL still pending, Antonio Brown was at Raider practice yesterday with a helmet that meets league standards. At the team wanted, A.B. appears to be all in. That's my understanding. Uh, Fingers crossed, John Gruden. That grievance reportedly heard on Friday. This time, Brown will argue he wasn't given sufficient time to find a suitable new helmet. No Zeke, Dak, or Amari, but Jalen Smith got paid yesterday in Dallas. The young stud linebacker got a five-year extension worth $35.5 million guarantees. Smith hasn't missed a game in two seasons, starting everyone last year after that devastating knee injury at Notre Dame in January 2016. Taz, I made you wait too long last hour. Yes, you did. Limited delay now, or two hours ago at this point. Mets-Indians last night in Queens. Uh, Pitch to Alonzo. Hit in the air, left center field, headed for the gap. Allen Long run, can't get it. It falls in, it bounces to the wall. Rosario scores. Panic right behind him, heading to the plate. He scores standing up. Pete Alonso as a two-run double. Wayne Randazzo on Mets Radio. Alonso's two-run Circa double. 57. Capping a four-run <laughs> seventh. New York won 9-2. Beautiful, beautiful victory. Staying two games behind the Cubs for the second NL wild card. The Phillies did the same thing with a 3-2 W at Fenway. Those Cubs beat the Giants 5-3. No but, Chick-fil-A on the Uber. It's not happening. The Dodgers routed the Blue Jays in L.A. 16-3. The Pirates cooled Update. off the Nats 4-1. And the Cardinals dumped the Brewers 9-4. The A's beat the Yankees 6-2. The Twins took care of the White Sox 14-4. And the Mariners won in Tampa Bay again, this time 9-4. The Rays dropping into a virtual tie with Oakland for the second AO wild card. Clemson QB. I Trump- can't get it on here. That's a shame. Yeah. Clemson QB Trevor Lawrence named preseason first-team AP All-America yesterday. His Tigers and Alabama lead the way with three reps apiece. Tied QB to Atunga Vailoa, settling for second-team QB honors. Florida and Miami yesterday announced a home-and-home series. It begins in Gainesville in 2024, then Miami the following season. Ty Lu reportedly joining Doc Rivers' staff with the Clippers. Lou, you may remember, was almost the Lakers head coach this summer, but talks broke down at I mean, the finish line. Starbucks has a chicken double smoked bacon. No, right? no, we no, don't no, want no, that. No, no. And set your DVRs right now. Ray Lewis and Lamar Odom, oh, part wow. of the cast for Dancing with the Stars. I like go. it. This fall. I, nice. I like it. I think Ray, uh, for sure, would uh, be uh, really good. He's, he's done the little the shuffle before his, you know, his entrance with the helmet off. He does that whole crazy dance. So uh, I think that might be great. Oh, okay. it works. Okay. Anyway, let's uh, get the phone lines here. Let's talk to Pete Gass. You remember Pete Gass? He's calling the show right now. Wow. Dust the cobwebs off this open. And Come now Andrew, it's Pete Gass. Pete Gass. One of made headlines the other day. He's giving up pornography. Oh, really? Yeah. Lamar. What happened? <laughs> Go ahead. Pete. Hello. Hello, Moose. You're, Moose, you're always be my friend, Tad. What's with the digs, bro? Oh, what are you talking about? Bro? If, if I'm not calling in every day, that means I'm not listening to the show? Yes, that's exactly no, right. that's not yeah. true. Yeah, that's I agree with I you, feel. Pete. Yeah. I agree with you, Pete. I work well, with, you, as Luke. Pete, as you know, I work with a very sensitive individual. Well, because you know what, Pete? You, beyond. You, you disappear. Pete, how about the fact that he doesn't even have your name in his, uh, in his cell phone? <laughs> I know. That's insulting. Uh, I got a new phone. Um, that, that you did not. That's yeah, insulting. I don't know who this is. <laughs> I listen. Oh, you know who this is? Uh, right, I recognize right. the area. I code. know, I know. Listen. You know who this uh, is? Pete it's Gass. the one, the only look. Pete Gass. Pete, look. Moose, a good friend of mine. 
Moose, last time I called, you weren't you weren't there, I think. And uh, all he kept saying was, yeah, I bother him too much. I text him. So now I said, all right, I'm going to start texting him. Now I just rattled off like five or six texts. I gave him a break. But now we're going to go back to it. Yeah, but I'd, I'd hound him every day. That, oh, no. <laughs> See, that's the, I'd send him texts every day. But he's a busy guy, just like I'm busy. You know, and the thing is, though, when you matter. Just, it takes two seconds when, to send a when text. You do, and a tweet, but yeah, I digress. When, when you... Um, Boom, when, boom. You, when you disappear, Ding. when you disappear, Pete, like you disappear, you disappear, Pete. It's wrong. I'm not disappearing. You There's disappear. About. You listen to other here. shows. You're not loyal to our that's show. That's not true. You're not loyal. He just said he's not loyal. I'm telling you, I know he's loyal. No, he's not. He loves the show. No, you he's make not. it sound like you're on 24 seven. Well, you're we all are on, on demand. The Taz show. You don't download that. How many times I got to listen to That's your podcast. It. That's not us. Well, you got to I had it open, dedicated. Bawami. Uh, Moose. Moose. Bawami did it open, mentioning peak ass for my Taz Hall right, segment. I understand. It's sell Bawami for three weeks. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> Bawami's doing opens on the Taz show. Unbelievable. Uh, and, uh, basically, uh, that's uh, a good we, point. I'll give you we that. talked for that for oh, like no, three weeks. You're like, what do we need to do this Most for? We're co-hosts. We're, why are we why are we You're upselling? Casa, my casa, bro. Uh, no, stop. <laughs> what do you mean we're co-hosts? Stop. You're uh, that's IP. my intellectual property. <laughs> right. All right. Right. Coming up next week, we call it the campgrounds. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that's not exactly like reinventing the wheel, that nigga. I mean, Please. And stop. I also... So I was uh, part of the creative behind right, it. Right. I, now I know why Bawami's disappeared. Yeah, well, can't appear on this show. No, well, he's actually he's spirit. I heard. Speaking right. of the words disappeared and Pete Gas on the phone right now. Uh, so, Pete, yeah. the new open for my Taz Hall segment, you, Bawami, did a new open, yeah. and you are not in the open anymore. You're done. You did the job, yeah. son. You're done. Yeah. I'm, I'm used to jobbing for you. Okay. <laughs> Pete, uh, what's on your mind this morning, Pete? <laughs> Nothing. I, I, I How do you like Chick Fil A above? Every, did you try the Popeyes chicken sandwich? No, no interest there. Chick Fil A is and Chick Fil A has a great breakfast sandwich. I Taz, I texted my ex friend Taz there about uh, an egg white grilled chicken sandwich they do is phenomenal. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, you yes, know what, dude? I think good. I've had that. I must have missed that text. I think I've had yeah, you that. Must have. Bro, what happened? I saw someone who was it who uh, recently on WWE TV was it Kevin Owens who took a shot at the Meat Street Posse with with, uh, with Shane McMahon, right? Yeah. You took yep. offense on Twitter. I, I saw your Twitter blew up. Yeah, well, you know, it, why'd you got to pick on me? I mean, I've been doing jobs my whole life. Now I got to I got to still hear about it. I hear you, bro. <laughs> I know what you mean. You have been doing jobs your whole life. And now you're retired. Now you got to hear this guy put, burying the Mean Street Posse. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, you speak to Shane lately? Uh, I spoke to him uh, a couple weeks ago. How's his body feel? Well, he's taking bumps left and right. I don't understand. And he has, like, no cartilage in his knees. So I don't know how he. Oh, I didn't know uh, that. Well, his, yeah. his knees are that bad? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Oh. Seriously. And, you know, I mean, he's, he's going to be 50 in January, so I don't know how. He, wow, he does. You know, and it's he's been bumping. Oh, he's Shane don't have to do that. He's, he's crazy. How many? How many yeah. sneakers are in his collection, Pete? Oh, Shane. Bro. I don't know the exact number, but I wish I had a nickel for every one. Oh my God! If I wish I had his Great. money, I'd burn mine. Oh, oh no, hey, no, Jeez. no kidding, right? Um, I mean, he's always been rich, right, Pete? You know him well, right? Always, always. Well, but a great, yeah. you would never know it with all his money the way he. They, they're just a great family. They treat people real nice. I, I know a certain side. I'm sure. Everyone has their own version of them, but the side I know about them, they're just 
Okay, listen, 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 listen. stop blowing smoke. Okay, look, I've worked for the people. You asked the question. See, this is why. He's asking from his perspective. I've worked for for 10 years for these people I've worked with. Taz's question is, Pete, he's always been wealthy, right? No, Taz, he hasn't. Yes, that's true. He has always been wealthy. But you're talking like like I like I I've worked closely with these people for ten years. Like they were great people. I know that, I know. Pete. You have to well, put them in, over. He's put me over. everybody. Put else. me and Moose over for once. Pete, thank you for the call, brother. You're welcome. My friend Moose, good talking to you. You as well. All right. Always a pleasure. Enjoy that Chick fil A. Take care. Grilled we'll chicken and egg white there, breakfast. Moose. You got it. <laughs> All right, yeah, I, I, will, know, I will, I will, I will. Taz, that's a terrible job by you. I, I should have said it on the air. Oh, that's a bad job. Well, no, I got a new phone, bro. I got to put your number mm. in still. You know, I just, you know. It's all right. Uh, I don't text. Stuff happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't text. You, actually, no, you're actually very good with texting. Social media, eh, men's and men's. But texting, you're a quick text back guy. Yeah, we're back on this one again. No, no. I, well, no, you're right. I'll put you do, over, bro. I'm I, do have to do a, I do have to do a better job. You're right about that. No, we all do. Listen, I'm. We're, you're a very busy man. I'm a very busy man. And and no, you're on top. We of don't that. all have the time, like Mike, to pump out nonstop videos I'm on done the podcast. With Mike. I'm done. Come back. We, we've chatted you're enough. Done about with Mike. Mike. We've allocated enough time that, that. down that road. Oh, I just thought right. one more plug. We've worn out the path. The grass is That's dead. That's a good cliche. We've worn out the path. I never heard road. that one. I never we've heard that. Worn one. out the path. Uh, my bad. I apologize. Uh, the, my bads are out the window. Oh, right. No but that is uh, that is true. What's that? Uh, Lamar Odom did announce the other day he was giving up pornography. You said that is true, like we were in the middle of that conversation. That was five minutes ago, bro. Well, doing? no, I was just bringing it full circle. We had a good show. We started bro. off talking about Dancing with the Stars. The show's not over. Oh, we're not uh, Come back. I'm over here wrapping my stuff. Uh, we got to uh, come back. The three. Uh, and undercard. We'll do it quickly. Next, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Can guarantee low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every single day. Your three biggest headlines here on this uh, Wednesday morning, Taz. Baker Mayfield ripping the Giants uh, for drafting Daniel Jones. Did walk back those comments, but certainly uh, drawing headlines across the country and a lot of conversation and chatter uh, after the outspoken Browns quarterback went out there and basically said, you know, winning's important. Was shocked that the uh, paraphrasing here that yeah. the Giants drafted him sixth overall, and then after the GQ article came out, did walk those comments back. Yeah, and it's good he walked them back. A lot of people ripped him for walking it back. I think it's smart. You got you to, you know, you got to share locker rooms with players, and you could, as a quarterback, fall short. You shouldn't be taking shots at a guy. Who was uh, less of a player than you were in college, playing the same position. You're in your second year, Baker. Yeah, be smart. You didn't exactly turn the world upside down yet in the NFL. Good thing to be uh, Jalen Smith, the Cowboys inside linebacker here on this uh, Wednesday morning. News came out yesterday. He signs a five-year, $64 million contract extension with the Dallas Cowboys. $35.5 million, I believe, is the number uh, of guaranteed money. A former star at Notre Dame suffered that devastating knee injury. Second-round pick by the Dallas Cowboys and has developed and worked his rear end back to get himself back to the player he once was. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hell of a linebacker is Smith, for sure. It's a big, big deal. And and also, Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys, <clears throat> they send a message right across the bow, right to Ezekiel Elliott. You know, this guy here, 
you know, Jalen Smith, he's working, he's grinding, and we re-upped him, and, and you know, and he's he's making uh, north of uh, $35 million, you know, guaranteed here with $65 million deal. And you're, you're sitting around getting insulted because Jerry Jones jokes around that uh, he says Ziku. Yeah. So I think it's a message sent directly to Elliot. Andrew Luck, he's going to be out the next week of practice. He's banged up, uh, calf strain, high ankle sprain uh, now. Um, and uh, certainly concern level of Indianapolis does raise here as we enter week three, which is kind of the dress rehearsal for the regular season. You're going to see starters playing longer when uh, preseason action gets going this weekend. Uh, and Andrew Luck is still not going to suit up for the Indianapolis Colts. So uh, if you're Frank Reich and company, if you're a Colt fan, obviously you are concerned uh, and have to be that he's still, he's still banged up, he's still hurt. Yeah, we talked a lot about uh, this earlier with Andrew Luck. Um, and, you know, man, it's like it's a shame for, for a guy who's not even 30 years old yet. He's 29 years old. He's, he's, uh, he's looked at as battle-tested already. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, he, this guy has been through a lot physically. I don't think he'll be back until week three, in my opinion. Just my gut telling me that for the Colts. Luck, I think Bissett will be the quarterback for for the first three weeks. I don't I don't think he's coming back right away. I, just I hope you're wrong. I hope yeah. you're wrong. I'm hoping that uh, he's there week one for the Indianapolis Colts. But those are your three big headlines here on this Wednesday morning. New contract for Smith, Baker ripping the Giants, and Daniel Jones, then walking them back, and uh, Andrew Luck uh, missing more practice for the Indianapolis Colts. All right, here we All go, right. the undercard. Taz and the Moose present The Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. All right, what do we got, Michael? All right, Carly Lloyd drilled a 55-yard field goal at Eagles practice. Realistically for you guys, nobody in front, no one blocking. How far do you think you could kick a field goal? Well, Uh, I got the arthritis in my one foot. And I keep getting cramps in my pinky toe on my other foot. Solid twelve yards. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'd say uh, I'd say twenty to twenty-five yards. Really, dude? I, I, I don't think I could do that. I think twenty to twenty-five yards. I mean, I can't kick one over thirty. Field goal, foot goal post, twenty-five yeah, you're yards. Line up at the fifteen-yard line. Bro, if I could wear a steel toe boot like a construction boot, yeah, right, or a combat maybe boots, then something from somebody in the Marine Corps, yeah, um, then I probably could do a twenty-five yard. That's I, him. I mean, I've had right. a lot of knee issues and stuff, so you know, like that, just swing my knee around, it whoop, gets, yeah, you know, just to kick the ball. You can do a Tom Dempsey straight ahead, straight ahead, and break my Mark toes. Mosley. Yeah, Mark, Mark Mosley. Yeah, I need the square foot cleats. Yes, yeah, I need that. How about Carly Lloyd though? Unbelievable, right? unbelievable. I mean, all-time great women's soccer player stepping yeah. in, hitting a fifty-five yard field goal. I mean, are you surprised? Because I'm not shocked. No, no, I'm that. not stunned. You know I mean? She's an amazing player. Yeah, she is. She and is. soccer players, uh, there have been a number of guys that have been uh, soccer, soccer players style. that have gone yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, and soccer style kicks and gone out and uh, that have had soccer in their history and gone on to be very good kickers. I remember my son when he was younger, his, his buddy was a really good soccer player. And my son was playing football. His kid wasn't playing football. And we, the kids were like probably, you know, in fifth grade or whatever it was. And I'm like, get him to play football. We need a field goal kicker. We need an extra point kicker. That's how it was. There you go. Dude, he comes in, and he's just drilling balls. Now he he plays, he's the field goal kicker for Albany. Oh, there you go. <laughs> How's that? Very yeah. nice. So he's played in college. It's That's great. awesome. Yeah, That's a great story. He was a soccer player. That, and he's a soccer yeah, player. Yeah. Steps in. Now he's kicking field goals in all day. That's yeah, pretty cool. awesome, right? That is cool. <laughs> all right, next. I can't believe they just did that. Wow. 
If you had to bet, which combination will end up hating each other first? Baker and Odell or Carr and A.B.? Uh, Carr and A.B. I, uh, wow, that's a good question. One v one. What are we doing here? That That's a good one, man. I got highly time. Um, you answered it quick, huh? Yeah, because Carr is kind of... His future out there is in question in Oakland. Brown is a knucklehead. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I think that's more. Um, I think that's more combustible. If I had to pick one where it goes south quicker, I'd say there in Oakland. I, I'm going to go the opposite of you. I hate to be like that. I don't want to be opposite Jones just to seem like I'm being opposite of my co-host. But I, I disagree. I'm going to go. I get your points. I do. But I'm going to go. That's fair. With Baker and Odell, I just think they're both explosive guys. They're very competitive. And they need the spotlight. Once the season gets rolling, I don't know. I think this marriage could get a little rocky. I can understand that. And and you've got two combustible personalities. Mayfield clearly wants to do it his way. And Odell Beckham Jr., we know, has no issue with uh, mixing things up and speaking right. and, and speaking his mind. If it, they don't win, you could be right. Oh, he's going to let um, you know. Our thanks to Tony Baselli for joining us earlier on the program. Mike Pete, fantastic job as always. Bogus with the updates. Uh, to everyone on the phones, on social media, we thank you as well. Check out that podcast, radio.com, Apple Podcasts. Download it each and every day. Tash, great job, bro. You, sir. You too, sir. Moose, thank you. Until tomorrow. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.